EO Fire 1203. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, text JOURNAL to 33444 and IGNITE. Fire Nation, I wanted to have no sponsors today so I could just thank you for the incredible support you've given in the Freedom Journal Kickstarter campaign. We broke all kinds of records, became a top five publishing campaign of all time on Kickstarter. Simply outstanding. We built schools in developing countries. Thank you so much. You can always find more information about the Freedom Journal at thefreedomjournal.com. You can sign up for the interest list. And when it does become available to the public, you can visit thefreedomjournal.com and it will be waiting for you there. Thank you, freedom lovers. Thank you, Fire Nation. You are amazing. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jill Stanton. Jill, are you prepared to ignite? Bring the heat, (laughs) my friend. Yes! (laughs) Jill is the co-founder of Screw the 9 to 5. Her and her hubby Josh, little slice of the internet where they help unsatisfied 9 to 5ers create online businesses that light them up inside. Jill, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. Into my personal life. Oh, yeah. I want the goods. Oh, oh, we're kicking it off in style. (laughs) Okay. Well, Josh and I met. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So screw the nine to five, as you know, um, is, like I said, our little slice of the internet where we help people not only start businesses that light them up, but really take them to the next level. I'm a huge believer in the power of community, communication, and just the whole clarity aspect that goes into running a business. And I have a thing with C's and alliteration, clearly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's the screw. We we have a free Facebook group. I spend an inappropriate amount of time in there getting to know our audience, and it's changed the way we've done our business. And we try and really pass it on to all the peeps in in our audience and everyone that we come in contact with. Well, I can tell you, Fire Nation, that when it comes to getting to know your audience as you're building up whatever it is you're doing, there's no such thing as an inappropriate amount of time. So Jill, you are (laughs) doing the right thing, girl. Keep it going. And I'm still kind of waiting to hear about the deal or no deal part of your history. Oh, you had to throw me under the bus. You had to do that to me. Suitcase 14, Fire Nation. Suitcase 14. Deal or no deal. (laughs) That was in my 20s, John. It pretty much doesn't count anymore. They let you keep that suitcase. No, but I did keep one of the dresses. Oh. Because I'm cheeky like that. It doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> so, Jill, the reason why when I was putting together my list of 33 people that I wanted to bring back onto your fire to talk about goals, you know, I just really have been impressed on so many levels with you and Josh and what you guys have created and done since we first met a couple of years ago at a tropical think tank in Cebu, Philippines. <laughs> you guys have just been on a rampage. You've been building up great communities. You've tried this. You've tried that. This has worked. This hasn't. But you've just continued to go forward and to do great things, not to mention just crushing the Podcasters Paradise Cruise as two of the killer speakers that we had there. So thank you for that. But that's why I wanted to bring you on, Jill, because you are somebody, and Josh too, who knows how to set and accomplish goals. And that's what we're here doing during this 33-day campaign, girl. So why are goals important to you? 
Well, just real quick, for me, it gives me something to work towards. Like it really helps to hold me accountable. And I feel like it helps to keep my eye on the prize. So it gives me a clear destination that I can kind of work back from and figure out how I'm going to get there versus just setting some vague goal like, I want to make $50,000 this month. (laughs) Instead, (laughs) I can create, and we'll get into this with the whole smart setting, um, but I can really break that down and it makes it much more attainable. There's your segue (laughs) (laughs) for me to start working towards that goal and and achieve it. Yeah. And I love when we had Chris Brogan on just a handful of episodes back, he talked about how, you know, he had the goal at one point in his career to to make a million dollars, but he never actually knew what that meant. And when he finally broke it down and said, that's 22 K a week, I better get off my arse and start doing something that actually is going to start bringing in that kind of sea flow on a Mm -hmm. consistent basis. So Fire Nation, that's what Jill's breaking down right there. And speaking of which, great segue. And I'm not going (laughs) to ask you how to spell segue because that is a really (laughs) tough word, by the way, how to spell. I think there's a U in there. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe Canadians spell it differently. (laughs) There's a great excuse. But SMART goals are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. They're all really important, all ingredients to that recipe of success. But which one of those five attributes are you going to talk about today and why? Okay. So mine is attainable. And I actually, I was wondering this because I was like, what I set specific or what I set measurable. Mm -hmm. And then I got real, real with myself. And I was like, nah, I said attainable because I have the kind of personality that kind of stresses out a bit. (laughs) (laughs) So if I set goals, as you know, John, um, if I set goals that feel too unattainable, I'll really get into my own head too much and I'll kind of start to doubt myself over it. We're getting deep here, but, (laughs) um, this is just something I've learned about myself. And I know that that's definitely something I have to work on, but if we're keeping it real, that's a big part of setting goals to me. Like I have to feel like I can get behind them and that I can believe in them. Otherwise I'll just kind of fall off the track on them and kind of ditch them. So attainable is, is a really big one for me. Attainable is so key on so many levels, Fire Nation, because if you set this goal and then day four, day 10, day 20 comes and you're still so far away from that goal, you're going to lose that momentum and you're never going to keep going because you're going to say, it's not going to happen. And then you give up. That's exactly why within the Freedom Journal, we break stuff down. We have 10 10 10-day sprints, making sure that you're actually committing to and accomplishing micro goals along the way with the quarterly reviews every 25th day, making sure that you are actually reviewing what you're doing, seeing what's working, and making sure that you are still on that attainable track. So I love that you picked that out, Jill. Thanks for being a rock star. Now, you (laughs) have a lot of stories in your past. Some good, some bad, you know, some deal or no deal, some some not (laughs) deal or no deal. But I'm never going to tell you any secrets ever again. (laughs) My four-year-old niece was so in awe, Fire Nation, of Jill when we told um, and actually showed her the video of Jill being on deal or no deal. You were just like the queen of the ship from that point forward. Casey loved you. Me and Casey were BFFs. Oh, no doubt. Kate got actually pretty (laughs) jealous about that, but. That's another story. (laughs) So you had a lot of great stories in your past and you have some great ones coming up in your future. But if you could just break down for Fire Nation one story of a time that you set and accomplished a goal, what is that story? Okay, so this one is actually quite recent for me. So I've set quite a few, but one that I feel most proud of, for me at least, is we recently, like back in June, decided to cut 
all of our digital product offerings and kind of roll them into one big membership site, a a monthly membership site called Screw You. And so my big goal was that I wanted to get my first 150 members. I don't know why I set that goal, why that number, nothing to that effect, but I just knew that I really wanted that 150. Um, So to achieve this goal, I kind of did a few things. Like I talked about before, I I try to break them down into a process. So like, how am I going to hit that 150? So Josh and I started kind of brainstorming together and putting together a plan. And like I said, I have a free Facebook group that pretty much anyone can join. And so I started using that strategically. I started polling our members to find out what they wanted to learn about. And so then I took that information once because you can see obviously what the poll results are. I took that information and Josh and I started building sales funnels around those interest areas. So for example, I pulled them and one of them was like sales funnels, email marketing, copywriting, and webinars. And the clear winner was sales funnels. So I wrote this like monster blog post, which then had a relevant lead magnet off the back of it, which then um, started you know, softly pitching one of our courses from inside Screw You. And I just started getting people accustomed to the level of training, what we're all about in Screw You. And I just kept hammering that. So I posted it in my group. I said, remember that survey I ran the other day and you guys said you wanted that? Here's this. And that really started helping us build up our members. And then for the people who didn't join Screw You off the back of that funnel, we started running webinars to those people. Mm. And so every single month, we'd start running these super specific webinars. So you signed up for this thing about sales funnels. We're running a webinar on sales funnels this month. Or you signed up for this thing on Facebook groups. We're running a a webinar on Facebook groups this month. And so we just kept hammering it. And we hit that goal within three and a half months. So that was a really exciting moment for us. Like when we finally did our numbers at the end of um, September and we realized we were like, what? (laughs) You just nailed that. Whatever that key was, you nailed it. And yes, Fire Nation, I do use a hard limiter. So you still have eardrums. Awesome. Now, one thing I do want to talk about is MRR, which is monthly recurring revenue. Fire Nation, it is the holy grail for us as entrepreneurs. We want that so we can count on, you know, hey, I can pay rent next month because I know that MRR is coming in, X, Y, Z. And Josh and Jill, they knew this was their goal because they wanted that holy grail of the MRR, that monthly recurring revenue. And it wasn't easy, but because they actually set it and they accomplished it, they were just having this great feeling of accomplishment, which we talked about on the cruise over a couple drinks. But I want you to tell Fire Nation, how did it feel? Yeah, I mean, dude, it felt amazing. I think before we even got on the cruise, you, myself, um, Kate and Josh kind of had <coughs> a few glasses of wine and, <laughs> and I just couldn't, I was just oozing excitement because I'm just freaking lit up by it. Like it felt amazing. I feel confident. It felt reassuring. It almost kind of felt validating. Like it was just a really cool feeling. Well, there's a, there's a couple of stories that I kind of want to build around this. Number one oh, no. is really focused on this. Yeah, you hate when I tell stories. So, <laughs> I mean, Friday, I want you to, to be very clear here. In 2014, when I spoke at the first Tropical Think Tank with Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, and some other great rock stars, Jill and Josh, you know, they were attendees. I mean, they were rock star attendees, but they were attendees there. And we could see that they had a great 
opportunity to do some cool things. But, you know, a lot of people don't realize their opportunity. And so here we are, you know, really, I mean, this is less than two years later now, but a year and a half later. And, you know, now they're speaking at different places. They're speakers on the podcast Paradise Cruise. You know, we've actually taken multiple vacations with them as couples. I mean, they really have got out there and done that. So don't think that these things, you know, take a ton of time. It's not like they happen overnight, but realize you start putting one foot in front of the other, great things can come. And you guys are just a great example of that. Because then I can remember on the boat, Chris Brogan, Andrew Warner. I mean, they were coming up to you. These people who have been in the industry forever that I'm sure you've admired from afar for a while. Mm-hmm. And they were just saying, hey, so how do you do this exactly? How are you running this great community with over you know, hundreds that of people? That was freaking surreal. I'm not going to lie. Wasn't that just so cool? <laughs> I was just, I high-fived Andrew after my talk when he said, when he said great job. I was like, oh, <gasps> high-five. <laughs> <laughs> and that Fire Nation is there for you if you just take the action, set and accomplish a goal. And, you know, it takes that first goal that starts that domino effect. And I'm just full of stories today. I'm sorry, Joe, but you just, you bring it out in me, but I want to bring it back to the core of the Freedom Journal, because, you know, here it is early February when we're talking right now, when this interview is going live. And it was almost a year ago that we went on our trip to Mexico. And on that trip, it was myself and Kate, you and Josh, and we had a great time. And, you know, it was definitely a fun trip, but we did some business as well. And we had some masterminds together. And I remember it was when it was my turn, we were in the pool, you know, this like great, beautiful infinity pool, you know, right, right on the, the great coast of Mexico. And I was telling you about my idea for the Freedom Journal. And, you know, at that time, I didn't even really have a name for it. Like, I, I was kicking around the name Freedom, but it was like Journal uh-huh. Freedom. It was something, something. Nothing was really feeling right. And I will say that a lot of awesomeness came out from that. I got a lot of clarity on it. Like, seeing how you and Josh really reacted to that, maybe come back really on fire to say, hey, I'm going to put this thing into gear. And, you know, I hired an illustrator and an editor and... I'm a designer, like all in the same week when I got back and really started taking action. So that sounds very JLD of you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Big surprise. Um, but, you know, what's kind of cool too is, you know, and the reason why I'm actually bringing this story up is we are about to take uh, another vacation. Just a couple weeks, we're going to be in Mexico, which will basically be the one-year anniversary. The scene of the crime. <laughs> it is back to the scene of the crime, and we'll be able to talk, say, hey, remember a year ago when, we, when I had this idea? Well, here's the results of the Freedom Journal campaign, which at this point is a question mark, but we'll know then. Yeah, and I actually, I remember this so clearly, and I remember seeing how lit up you were by it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Like, yes, you need people to buy it, but if you don't have the passion for it, you're not really going to deliver on the energy. And I think what you're doing now with this whole 33-day launch and the 33 guests and all that, I just, I'm so excited to see how it goes for you, dude. Yes. Well, Jill, people might be listening and saying, does this girl have any weaknesses? I mean, John's really been building her up. So what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? So I had to ask Josh about this and now we're fighting. So- <laughs> it got a little divorcey, as you would say. <laughs> yeah, things got divorcey. Um, I think he was actually scared to, t- right. to give me his opinion. So I think it's a tie between not being techie. And so I just give him all those tasks because I'm just like, mm, no. <laughs> and <laughs> and being emotional in tense situations. So 
I think I'm getting better at that one as I start to get more and more experience or as Tony Robbins calls it, more, like more emotional fitness. Yeah. But I, it is still something I struggle with. It's still a weakness that I have. Like I can be quick to jump the gun, let's just say. <laughs> um, so that's something I'm definitely trying to work on. No, it's so funny that you and Josh like are so well fit because you have such opposite strengths in those areas. And, yeah. <laughs> and just like Kate and I, but we happen to have opposite, opposite strengths of you and Josh, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm the person who's not that techie and I'm the person that's pretty emotional when it comes to like getting fired up about stuff. And, and, you know, Kate's like behind the scenes, like making sure everything that I break gets fixed and stuff. So really key Fire Nation to find that right team. We're not saying it has to be a significant other, of course, but it's the team, it's the partner, it's what you're building is critical. And Jill has a ton of cool stuff coming up, but I, I want to kind of get into the details of what you actually consider your biggest strength. Okay, so this one, is it weird that I kind of have a three-part answer? Is that no. kind of vain? No, no. <laughs> let me just, let me start my soliloquy. <laughs> yeah. You know when you say I can never tell something in a succinct way? Yes. It's about to be one of those moments. Okay. Let's hear it. So I think my ability to genuinely connect with people and form like a tight-knit um, relationship or connection with them, I think that's a really big Check, verified. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, tick. Um, <laughs> my, my ability to write, I think that's, or just communicate in a way where people can hear me through my writing. I think that's a strength of mine. That's and deep. then my, like my personality, as vague as that sounds, but yeah. just my outgoing nature. As vague like, as it sounds, but it's super unique. And that's what I keep telling Fire Nation is your personality is unique to you. So you don't have to put a name or even parameters around it. It's your personality. So just be true to that and just let that shine through. And the reality is this too. It's like Jill attracts the type of people that she loves interacting with to screw you because she's her. You know, she wasn't, she'd be attracting the wrong people and she wouldn't want to be spending all the time in the Facebook group. And it would be this self-fulfilling prophecy of not success because then, you know, you need to have an active group. So Jill, totally. speaking of what is the one thing that you and Josh are most fired up about today? Hands down, it's got to be screw you. I mean, that's my life, really. It's, <laughs> it's my <like> everything. life. <laughs> Should we sing? Should we do nope, a duet? Nope, nope, no. we, we won't do that. <laughs> but Don't we, make me hit that high note again. We will point people to our karaoke <laughs> videos from the cruise ship, though. Oh, God. Please don't, actually. <laughs> okay, tell me about Screw You. Okay, yeah. So, hands down, it's Screw You and everything we're doing inside that membership community. So, we're in the process of launching what we're calling You Cruise. And those are local discussion groups. So, our members can, can connect with people closer to them because one thing we always hear from them is that most of their friends and family just don't get what they're right. trying to do. You know, so they kind of subtly and subconsciously undermine it, but it really takes a toll on our members. So that's one problem we wanted to solve for them and just give them a way to meet up offline or even connect online and just have that person who gets them, you know? And then another one is we're launching a high level mastermind that I'm thinking of calling the black book. Um, and I'm stupid excited about that. So <laughs> those are our two things that I'm, super lit up about right now. And then Ovs, our vacation. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, I thought you had said you cruise. And I'm like, are you making a competing cruise to the podcast's <laughs> yeah. paradise Imagine cruise? I'm like, hey, John, will you and Kate speak at our... <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I would actually be thrilled about. I mean, there's no such thing as too many cruises. So actually, brilliant idea. Make it happen. It'll be amazing. Lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> now, where can people find out more about Screw You? 
Well, screw you. You just go to screw you.co. That's just the letter U, not you as in John. <laughs> um, but screw you.co forward slash join. Or you can just come hang out with us in our free private Facebook group. And that's over at screwcommunity.com. Jill, are you prepared for the freedom rounds? Bring it. Why do you feel that most entrepreneurs fail to set smart goals? I personally think it's the process probably feels intimidating. Like if I were to think about it and any time that I've kind of shied away from going through that actual process, it feels like a lot of work. You know what I mean? And sometimes people just don't want to feel like they have to work so hard just to set a goal. So they set arbitrary goals that have no process to them. And I feel like that's why, you know, so many people fail to actually meet their goals is because they don't do the work that is necessary to actually meet the goal. Great book by Stephen Pressfield, Do the Work. What's the most important action that entrepreneurs can take once they've set a goal? Execute on it, baby. Execute. That's that's an underutilized word, but I I, I want to bring it back. (laughs) But you love it. (laughs) Yes. What's one action that you take daily, Jill, that brings you closer to your current goals? Well, I make it a habit to foster an attitude of gratitude every morning. So I get up before I go to my Pilates class and I sit on the couch with my tea and I take about sometimes around 15 minutes, sometimes 20, if I'm, if I'm lucky to have that much time in the morning. But, um, and I just sit there and I think about everything that I'm so freaking grateful for. And it just puts me in the best mood and it puts me in the right mindset so that, you know, I'm not getting in my head. I'm not doing that thing we all do where we're like, Oh, who are you? Who are you to do this? Who would want this? I, it just kind of really helps to clear that garbage out for me. So that's one thing that I do every day. Attitude of gratitude, Fire Nation. How important is accountability when setting goals? Huge. It's huge. If you're not a self-starter and you're not diligent with actually meeting deadlines, I think having someone to answer to really helps to change that whole process for you. So beyond the Freedom Journal, is there a book that you've read that would help Fire Nation on their journey of setting and accomplishing goals? Okay. So this one I had to think about, and I'm in the process of reading Profit First. Have you read that? Michael McAllowish, past guest of EO Fire for that book launch, actually. That's amazing. So good. He's A, hilarious Hilarious. in it. Hilarious. He's one of my new favorite people. Yes. So, and his whole process, I mean, it just completely blew my damn mind. So I think that book could really help people out immensely because it teaches this whole unique approach to managing your business's money and their finances and the strategy behind it. And since a lot of people tend to set monetary goals, I think this book would really help you get super clear on the exact numbers you have to hit if you do want to achieve that goal. So instead, like like Chris Brogan, like CB said, <laughs> CB. <laughs> CB. instead of hitting just like the arbitrary number of 1 million, I want to make $1 million. This will help you figure out, okay, what do I need to do to actually make that million dollars? Like, where does that money go? And how do I, how do I, you know, lock it in, set it in stone that this is inevitable? Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com, including Profit First, which is a killer audiobook. It is hysterical. So, Mike actually reads it and he cracks some pretty good jokes there. And it goes off book, which yeah. is the best part. It's so good. <laughs> Jill, this is the last question of the Freedom Round, but it's a doozy. 
Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is this laptop and $500. What goal would you set on day one and what actions would you take over the next seven days to accomplish said goal? My goal would be to reach my first $1,000 month recurring. So what I would do, because I'm all about recurring now because I don't (laughs) want to start at square one every month. Um, What I would do is, again, knowing what I know now, I would create a free Facebook group. So I'd immediately set that up. Then I'd create a sick piece of content. Again, I'd just essentially go through the process I outlined with the whole sales funnels and stuff. So since I would keep the knowledge I know, I would start writing all these pieces of content that I know hit at major pain points for other entrepreneurs. And I'd start creating that process again. So I'd um, create that piece of content, have my lead magnet ready to get them on my list. But then I'd take that $500 and I'd strategically use it for some like sickly targeted ads. Mm. And so that way, once they get over to sorry, to clarify, I would use the ads to drive people to the blog post, not to my list. So I get them consuming that content. I'd pixel that page, obviously. And then if they, um, and I plug my group throughout that piece of content. And if they didn't uh, subscribe to my list, then I'd retarget them on FB. And then I could constantly say like, want to come join our free Facebook group? Want to grab your free, whatever it is to get them on my list. And that way I could start warming them up. I could use my email list to get them back into my group if they haven't already joined. And then I could use that group to get to know them, to talk to them, to connect with them and to form a genuine relationship with them. And then I'd hold a webinar and sell them. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's super similar to actually what I would do because it's just works. You sell on webinars, Fire Nation. So Jill, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Parting piece of guidance. Do one thing each and every day for your business, no matter how small it is. That, just doing that will start to build up some unstoppable momentum. And if you can really form that habit, I mean, you can accomplish anything. And then, of course, the best way to connect with me is to pop on into the free Facebook group. So screwcommunity.com. Or if you want to check out what we're all about, just hit up screwthe9to5.com. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JS and JLD (laughs) today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jill in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, check out the Screw community on Facebook, screwyou.co, screwthe9to5.com. We'll have it all linked up. Go there directly. Check them out. They are awesome people. Stamped approval. Kate and myself, (laughs) we love these two. And Jill, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for entrepreneurial resources, free trainings on how to podcast and host webinars, and so much more. Visit eofire.com and ignite.